welcome to Easy Easy Big Big Takes, the podcast, where we read you the one-star reviews of your favorite movies and more. My name's Kat. And I'm Riley. And this week is a three steps, whoa, Uh, three, (laughs) whoa. It's been a minute. It has. We didn't forget you did. (laughs) Gaslight, gaslight. Gaslight, gaslight. This is a three-step Rex episode, and this week I picked the show Spy Family, which you haven't seen ever before. No, never even heard of it. So Spy Family, it's an anime. Episode started airing in April of 2022, I believe. It might have been a little later in the US, but the show started in Japan around that time. And the plot of this show is, in order to maintain the state of peace between the rival nations of Westalis and Ostania, a Westalian agent codenamed Twilight is tasked with spying on Donovan Desmond, the leader of the National Unity Party with Ostania. However, due to Desmond being notoriously reclusive, the only way Twilight can get close to him is to enroll a child in the same private school as Desmond's son and pose as a fellow's parent. To accomplish this and present the image of a happy family, he creates the alias of Lloyd Forger, adopts a young orphan girl named Anya, and marries a woman named Yor Briar. However, unbeknownst to him, Anya can read minds and Yor is in fact a, prof- a professional assassin. <laughs> Neither Lloyd nor Yor are aware of each other's true identities or that Anya knows their true professions. The family later takes in a dog with- oh, that's a spoiler, but they get a dog later on. Aww. Despite these unknown factors and Twilight's occasional lapses of common sense due to years of being a spy, he must learn to play the role of the perfect father and husband in order to carry out his mission. Love it. Mm-hmm. And then the cast, this is for the English dub. I didn't write down the cast for the, the the Japanese. So Lloyd Forger is voiced by Alex Organ, who also voices Aizawa in My Hero Academia for the other anime watchers out there. Anya Forger is voiced by Megan Shipman. Your Forger is voiced by Natalie Van Sisten, who was in Chainsaw Man and Attack on Titan. I believe Megan Shipman has also been in Attack on Titan. Frankie is voiced by Anthony Bowling. The narrator is Ben Phillips. Becky Becky is voiced by Danny Chambers. We stopped at five and you literally meet Becky the next episode and she's oh. my favorite character. <laughs> okay. All right. And I realized that after I watched them, I was like, fuck, I do this every time. <laughs> There's always something in the next episode that I'm like, I wish you saw that. I'll probably finish it because, you know, I'm invested now. Mm-hmm. And then Handler slash Sylvia is voiced by Stephanie Young. So I have a little bit of trivia slash stuff about like the development of the show. Mm-hmm. The show is based on the manga series by the same name by Tatsuya Endo. Tatsuya Endo and his editor, Shihai Lin, have known each other for over 10 years. Lin was his initial editor on his first serial, Tista. When Lin was moved from the Jump Square editorial department to Shonen Jump Plus, Endo happily followed and they began developing a new work. Spy Family takes elements from three of Endo's Jump Square one-shots, Ash of Purgatory, The Pink and Stone, The Star and Steel, and I Spy. Lin said that its reception among the editorial department was so good that the serialization was practically decided before the official meeting was even held. So people just in their department saw his, like, Spy Family pitch, Mm -hmm. and they were like, make it a whole series. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We don't even have to talk about it, just make it a whole series. Which I think is indicative of like how it's just a great story yes i can see that 
Yeah. So the first season of the series consists of 25 episodes separated into two different parts. The initial draft of the manga was given a working title of Spy Family written in Japanese. When deciding the final name, Endo came up with over 100 options, but they ultimately decided to use the same title but in English and with a cross in between, the latter influenced by Hunter Hunter, which is another very popular. And I've heard of that one. I think I started it a while ago. Yeah. And then I have that on November 1st of 2021, an anime television series adaptation for Spy Family produced by Wit Studio and Cloverworks was announced via a trailer video and the anime's website. I think one of those makes Attack on Titan and a lot of the people who do like the Japanese and English dub voiced characters in Attack on Titan as well. I didn't know the show was so recent. Like I knew it was a newer, but I didn't know it was so like last year recent. Yeah. When Noah was showing it to me, I was kind of surprised that there were still episodes coming out. Yeah. So an amusement park attraction based on the series named Spy Family Secret Mission was open for visitors at Universal Studios Japan theme park from February 17th to July 2nd, 2023. You're put in the position as a newcomer to the WISE agency, and you're trying to solve hidden codes at various locations at the park. And after successfully solving the codes, they will be permitted to attend a live show featuring the Forger family members. So you have to go on like a scavenger hunt and like solve codes and shit, and then you get to go to a live show. Aw, that's cute. Yeah, sounds fun. Another media thing is that a Spy Family video game will be released internationally in 2024. I will probably be playing that. <laughs> and then some stuff about the opening theme for the first part uses the song Mixed Nuts by official Higadondism, while the ending theme uses the song Comedy by Jen Hoshino. That song gets stuck in my head all the time. It's the end credit one, right? I love it. With like Anya just like, uh, it's Austin, so cute. Austin walked out. it's perfect i love that yeah there's also a movie that's going to be released called spy family code white that will be released in december 2023 sometimes anime movies are canonical with the series and they're kind of like sort of if you want to connect one season to another they'll do a movie but sometimes they just are like a a filler kind of thing it's just a it's not tied to anything that's happening in the show okay so I don't know what what that one's about yet because it's not out. But is it gonna have the same characters, maybe? Or yeah, no, it, it's always with the same characters. Okay. Um, and then lastly, there's a musical adaptation that premiered in March called Musical Spy Family. They really, they really did everything they could with the show. Do you know how many people fucking love this show too? Like it was an instant hit. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Not every anime gets a theme park ride <laughs> at Universal. Yeah, like they really like. It's its own brand now. Like, that's nuts. But that's the end of, like, the trivia and stuff that I have. Let's move on to what you think works about the show as a whole. And then we'll go to the episodes. Okay. So when I started this, I had no I had no knowledge of any of it. So the last anime you showed me, what was it called again? Erased. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because it was serious and it had a really good plot. And it was, it had, like, darker themes, definitely. Yeah. It was like a crime drama. Yeah. Like, with with time travel stuff but it was interesting and it was more serious but it was it had its sweet moments too which is really great and funny it had little goofy moments yeah yeah so when i start so i had that in mind so i'm thinking okay so this is gonna be about war spies and i was watching it i was like okay this is gonna be a lot goofier than erased and at first i was a little like i don't like this i don't know if i want to watch this but i want you know i held out i was like 
let's keep watching to see what happens. Mm -hmm. It grew on me, definitely. It is funny. Once you get in the mindset of what it's supposed to be, I think it, yeah. Exactly. Once I once I figured out like, oh, it's supposed to be like this and it is goofy and it is silly and it is ridiculous in its own way, but it, it's still telling a really good story and I like the characters. I thought, I wrote down, oh, the little girl's annoying. At first, yes, she is. I, I felt the same way when I started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She grew on me a little bit. I love her. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah, just wait till you meet Becky because Becky <laughs> is like her, but she is sassy. Oh, okay. And she's the little sarcastic best friend. I love her. I love that. <laughs> she reminds me of Olive because mm -hmm. I don't know why. She's got puppy energy. Puppy energy. But in that scene where he goes, you're going to call me father. She goes, Papa. Papa. <laughs> he goes, close enough. I don't know why. This reminds me of Olive. Yeah. She's very sweet. Yours pretty badass. I was hoping she was going to be a little bit like meaner or bitchier. But like she's really, really sweet. She needed to balance him out. And she does because he's the mean one. He's the grumpy one. And she's really sweet too. And I like her character and she grew on me. I was really hoping she was going to kill those bitches at the party though. I was a little disappointed that she didn't. She'd blow her cover if she did that and go to prison. Dead. I wanted them <laughs> dead. I want blood splatter. I, so there's a point though where she's going it'd be easier if i just killed everyone in this room and then it pants like children i was like oh shit oh okay all right okay you're uh, what'd you think of lloyd um i like his character hot and sexy no i didn't say that <laughs> yes you did with your eyes no i didn't i didn't say anything um <laughs> I don't know why. It's okay. We all think the same thing. Okay. You said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Why? Is it the voice? It's because you know that he would hate you a little. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Like, he would be so distant and you're like, but love me, you know? <laughs> it's that, that push away that makes you want to come back. Oh my God. Okay. He want me. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh my that's God. What it is. And he's a father. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the Pedro Pascal thing. Where you see be sweet. Yeah. Where he's really... Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's literally his character from The Last of Us. Like, it's... Yeah. It, it really is. It's, it's like, oh, this child softened you a little. That... It has ruined brain chemistry of what is a good kid. Like, it's such a trope, and I love it. I love that trope so much. Me too. I know. <laughs> oh, you should see what... Well, wait, just wait till we get to what my notes were, because I wrote them on here, <laughs> and there's only three of them. I'm so, so. glad you said it, because I was like, I want to say this and, like, not be able to back it up. I'm glad. I have seen what people think on Tumblr. <laughs> I know how the, the, the world feels about it. You're not alone here. Well, that surprised me. That okay, if anything took me off guard, it was that. I was like, like Whew, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why, why am I like this? You're fanning yourself like the delicate southern woman. Oh, I like his psychic or his like Frankie. Frankie. His he's his intel. Yeah. Exactly. And I, we'll get that in the, the last episode. The fifth episode was so cute. But what I think works is it's one of those things where I haven't watched a lot of anime, so I can't really argue, oh, this anime works because of this. Mm -hmm. Just as a, in general. 
yeah, just in general, like just for me, like I enjoy the comedy. I enjoy that it is ridiculous and it leans into it in a good way. It's funny and it is heartwarming. And I do like the characters. Like I thought I was going to hate the little girl, but I like her. She comes around. She comes around a little bit. Yeah, she's a good character. She's a, she good, is a good, character. good character. And I just love that she's just randomly telepathic. Mm-hmm. Are they ever going to learn that she's telepathic? Or is that just uh, going to be an inside bit forever? At the point where the story is at? No. Okay. What's released? No. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything you did not like about it other than like getting into it, not knowing what you're getting into? Like, no, (laughs) really, honestly, no. Once I let go of the idea of like, oh, I'm not gonna like this. I was like, just enjoy for what it is. I did. I don't have any complaints. It's a lightning in a bottle kind of show. Yeah. It's one of those where you're just like, they knew what they were doing. They did it exactly right. Mm-hmm. But do you have any any other notes or anything that you didn't say yet? I didn't have anything in depth other than just like what I liked. Yeah. After, I would say about the third episode I was in. I was in it for it. I was like, okay. Yeah. I think like once they get your, mm-hmm. that's when I started really getting into it as well. Yeah. So that's, what, that's why I wanted you to watch more than three episodes like we usually do. Yeah. So was there anything else or was that all for you for the general? I think that was it. I wasn't too, t- too detailed on my notes. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing I want to say about like why I am so drawn to it and why I like it so much, specifically like Lloyd and Anya's dynamic reminds me of like the Powerpuff Girls a lot. Mm -hmm. She sounds a lot like Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. And he has like a professor kind of vibe. I love that connection. I noticed it when I was watching it this time. I was like, that's why. That's why I love Anya. That's why I love, yeah. Yeah. And I get that. I get that. And then I wanted to show you what my first note was. Your and Lloyd are the epitome of bipanic. <laughs> yes. Switching, Switching sides. sides. <laughs> they are, though, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. Yep. A sweet, beautiful woman who could kill you. Love her. Love her. She's a nice assassin. She's aggressive when she's needs killing to people. be, which is a, I appreciate that, you know. Yeah, or when she's defending Anya, or she's which I love too. I think that's so sweet. I love when Anya loves your like whenever she is like she's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's how we're feeling as the audience too. She's so fucking cool. She is really cool, actually. <laughs> she's actually pretty cool. I also said that it's like a show that another show, and I think this is a common theme with stuff that you and I really like. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just because because we like them that it's the only thing like it or anything but it's like things that are so uniquely their own thing even if there's stuff that's got similar topics they just took it in such a direction that not a lot of people would think to take something and that's kind of how I feel about this show and it's just a very interesting blend of like you were saying like it's goofy and it's funny but it's also heartwarming and the characters are great if they want you to like a character you'll like them and that's so hard to do because the best you can ask for sometimes with characters is like they're there and you really don't have an opinion about them yeah when you not only like a character but you love them and you love mm-hmm. every character that's something special and that's hard mm-hmm. to i feel like that's hard to do i don't know because like when i watch shows i'm like well i like that one and i like that one but i i, I, I wish you weren't here i wish you weren't here <laughs> why are you here <laughs> you're gonna be a problem <laughs> you're a problem <laughs> that's yeah it just seems hard to do or just get not even love or like get a character to care about i care about yes. that character that's a hard thing to do for any anything that's for anything when you're writing anything like i care 
about this character. And I will say that there are some, I think you met one of them in one of the episodes where there's characters where at first you perceive them as like, oh, this is a villain. Uh-huh. Like, and I'm not supposed to like them. But like over time, they kind of make you like those characters too. But when there's a villain, they let them be a villain. Yeah. Which I appreciate as well. Because you need somebody to root against. Yeah, you do. It's really impressive when you like every character that you're supposed to like on you know, mm-hmm. that, that kudos, you know, kudos to them. That's really cool. Yeah. No, I just, I love a quirky little family. Me too. Well, and I just love like how they bond and like them slowly, like, you know, Anya obviously loved everyone. She's in. She's in. She's in for the yeah. beginning. But it's just really sweet watching Lloyd and Yor get to know each other, get to know Anya. And it's just, it's just really sweet. I, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for that shit. I really do like it. And now that I know there's a dog, gotta watch it for the dog. He's great. Everything I'm thinking of is like specific things from the episodes. So if you're ready, we can move on to going into the episodes. Yes, because I do have I have the one-liners just for every episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the first season has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics. Holy shit. <laughs> Bear in mind, there aren't a whole lot of critic reviews. So it's, it's from a small pool of people, but still, it's so impressive. Yeah. The audience has 90%. Mm-hmm. And then on IMDb, it has an 8.4 out of 10, which for a TV show is pretty good because I think anybody rating it negatively is just like, that's not what I wanted to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the person who did the composition for the whole series was Kazuhiro Furuhashi and the writers, it's just scattered around throughout episodes. Mm. The character designer and chief animation director for this show was Kazuaki Shimada. For a few other episodes, the animation, chief animation director was Kyoji Asano. The very first episode is called Operation Strix. It was directed by Kazuhiro Furuhashi, written by Tomomi Kawaguchi, and storyboarded by Kazuhiro Furuhashi. So the plot of episode one is, it's the premise of the show, essentially, is getting announced in this, and we see Lloyd adopting Anya, and so he takes Anya home. And while Lloyd is away, Anya accidentally reveals their location when sending a transmission to Edgar, a minister in Ostania, and is kidnapped. Lloyd rescues Anya and forces Edgar to withdraw. After passing the admission exam, the two of them are informed that stage two for acceptance into Eden Academy is a formal interview with the presence of both parents. So he completes the mission of finding a child and getting her into the school or passing the school's admission exam. So, what were your thoughts on the first episode? I was just like getting into it. I, I thought Arya was annoying, but I was like, okay, you know, the first episode didn't get me. I did, I did, I wasn't getting it yet, so I was still like, oh, okay. This isn't a race. This isn't a race. Where's the murder? It's the true what murder? Mind. What murder? <laughs> I was skeptical, but I was like. Let me push through. Let's get to episode five and see where we're at. Yeah. I was hooked by episode two. That's what it was. Because that's when we five your. I was like, okay. All right. She's cool. <laughs> she's cool. Okay. She's cool. I'll watch it for her. <laughs> you said you were, you found her annoying at first. Was it just, was it just the voice or was it just like her causing chaos? I didn't think she was causing that much. <laughs> she got kidnapped. Okay. You know, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. She didn't do that much. She didn't do anything. That, that sweet little baby girl didn't do nothing. That sweet baby angel didn't do anything. Um, she. It was the voice. It was definitely the voice. I just didn't like that that character at first. Yeah. I forgave what she did because she's just a child, I guess, and she's telepathic, and she kind of knows how to hide it. Kind of does it sometimes. 
So she's still learning that, which I found interesting because like yeah. there's times where she goes, she knows what's happening and she leads them to be like, hey, what's this? Or acts a certain way so they can. Yeah. I also want to know more about her backstory. I know we'll get into that later, but by like, I think it's episode four, we get a little hint of it or something. Yeah. It is a good episode, but not one of my favorites. It's a true pilot. They're really just setting up what's going on. Yeah, exactly. I will say like, I think the more you keep watching it and the more episodes you watch of it, you'll realize how much of the first few episodes like even into episode five and six is still kind of like plot building which makes sense it's a tv show they have to yeah. do that but like you'll think of the first few episodes from the perspective of like the end of the first season and you'll go we really spent five episodes doing that yeah yeah their whole thing is to get into the school once she gets in it's like smooth sailing okay she just yeah. got in so yeah so yeah, I'm gonna keep watching it so I can see the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll set it up that way. I just like this one's the most pure. Like this is the premise, and this is Anya. This is Anya. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of specific thoughts for the first episode because it really, like we said, it's just setting things up. So we can move on to the next one if you're ready. Yeah, I want to talk about the second one. Okay, so the second episode is called "Secure a Wife." Mm -hmm. It's directed by Takahiro Harada, written by Rino Yamazaki, and storyboarded by Kazuhiro Furuhashi. So in this episode, we meet Yor. Yor Briar, a clerk at Berlin City Hall, is ostracized by her colleagues for being single and leading to a fear that her secret assassin job will be exposed as she is speculated to be a spy. At a tailor shop, Lloyd and Yor encounter each other and they agree to form a partnership out of convenience. However, on the night Lloyd is supposed to attend a party with Yor, a side mission causes him to arrive late and he actually accidentally introduces himself as her husband. After they leave, they are caught up by pursuers from his earlier mission. <laughs> Yor, upon realizing how beneficial their partnership is for her assassin work, asks if they could continue pretending they are married. Lloyd agrees, using a grenade pin as a ring while pledging their vows. That was kind of awesome. That was awesome. He's so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of um, corny shit that's that just works for the show. Was that a moment where you like realized what corny meant in this yes for this show and how they're using it for their benefit i was like okay i see what they're doing now you know mm -hmm. also yours just a really good character i hated the bitches she worked with why are they being so horrible yeah they are they are very bitchy and she's so passive too when it comes to it and i think there was a part of me that didn't like that so i was kind of wanting her to be mean or bitchy back and if she's so extreme the other way that i think it balances her out the same way she balances lloyd out and i get that now there was a part of me that was all like punch these bitches in the face come on <laughs> but now i get kick that her. kick her kick her because i thought she was i thought she was gonna kick that whole like hot food dish that she would oh here's some i dropped it like I, I can't even do the delivery that that girl did it was so fucking funny it made me laugh so oh, hard no. here i come oh no <laughs> exactly. i'm dropping this exactly. scalding hot tray of potatoes like her delivery on it's so good it did make me laugh <laughs> oh my god she was vicious like she wanted her dead on the floor she wanted her to get skin grafts is what she wanted it was like nuts like it was like it reminds me of when i was a kid you were playing with toys and you have a mean girl here comes a giant fist yes <laughs> It's just like you have the mean girl energy and and you make them so vicious it's comical. That's how these mm -hmm. characters felt. I'm glad they're not continuing characters because that would just be obnoxious. But she was just like, ah, I hate you. But like not, it was just in her head, but she was just crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just want her to murder those mean girls. Those bitches. But they were. They were being bitches for no reason. They were saying like, oh, you're single at 27. That's... 
dude i was like oh my god really did you hear the part at the party where they were like do you think we should report her yes it was like nuts the part where she's like lloyd did you know that you're used to have men pay her to give them massages and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you what the fuck are you doing that's so rude and tacky their social graces leave just just trying to make her look bad but it's like holy crap what are you talking about that is like i think this came up with erased where like the mean girl you were like what the fuck is her deal first of all it's like they have to be the most like vile people like you have to hate them like this is a vile person (laughs) this is like a last ditch effort to make you care about the character yeah exactly not that they needed it necessarily but it's like a if you don't like them now at least be on her side in this moment yeah exactly (laughs) exactly exactly i just get distracted by those bitches in this episode i was i was just fuming i was like holy god just wait till you beat her brother oh yeah her brother oh her brother's a mystery too because like there was a picture frame of him but we didn't see the picture i was so tempted to just be like since i was gone for two weeks to be like watch all of it just watch (laughs) all of text me when you when you meet yuri briar okay yeah yeah, i'll text you I can't wait. Frankie babysits Anya in this episode. Doesn't Lloyd try to dress him up as a wife? <laughs> First. He, he shows up dressed up as a wife, like the end of uh, Kronk's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> I know you mentioned you liked Frankie, but did you have anything here? Or does, is it another it's episode? It's in the fifth episode. It's in the fifth episode where I'm yeah. like, this guy, I, I like this guy. <laughs> I love Frankie. He's great. Frankie's great. The mean girl's boyfriend is friends with and works with yours brother which is something to note okay what were you getting from like her brother calling her and being like do you have a boyfriend yet uh too controlling and weird and just pressuring he wouldn't take a a promotion until she yeah he wouldn't leave the city because like oh i don't feel comfortable leaving in the city because it makes because i want you to be safe so i don't know i don't know what to think more about that because like it makes it sound like he doesn't know she's an assassin who can very much take care of herself i think she said that in there he doesn't okay it just sounds sketchy because we haven't seen him we haven't met him she's very concerned about his opinion which i don't get that's why i want you to text me when you watch the episode <laughs> where you meet him i know i i i i bet i'm surrounding it i know there's something about it yeah there's nothing i can tell you right now i know i know i'm surrounding it i know i'm i'm near it did this with a race i i know i know exactly oh because i i said it was the teacher and i was mm-hmm. right the whole time I knew mm-hmm. it, and I knew it. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. For oh, sorry. Well, and we already did the episode. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. Sorry. <laughs> if this is the first episode of ours, you never mind. I bet I'm surrounding it, though. I know there's something up with the brother. I know the brother's going to be a twist of some kind. He's going to be a something. He's going to he's gonna cause something uh, and something, something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. Okay, I'm getting yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lloyd's cover is that he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. How did you feel about how easily he was able to just like he was just like yeah that's one of my old patients uh, that's attacking us right now. Oh. There's a line he literally says, goes, I don't know if she's really smart or really dumb. I think she's so gullible. Yeah, she's very naive. She's a very naive person. Saying she's dumb is unfair. Because she's not dumb. She really isn't. Yeah, she's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she is. I think she's she's just naive. 
But I think there's there's a certain amount of dumbness that comes with being naive, though. Yeah, the ignorance, I guess, too. Yeah, I guess, because she would she does not know better. Like she doesn't go like, really, your patients are throwing bombs at you. She's like, no more questions. I'm good. No more questions. Okay, that's fine. Oh, her brother taught her self defense. That's another little clue. That's what she lies. That's what she says to Lloyd. She says, oh, my my brother taught me self-defense. Oh, I, I took it. I'm naive. I took it at face value. I'm okay. stupid. Sometimes we're your, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I like that. Yeah. Sometimes I am your. I am your. I am and your. And you are mine. <laughs> but I think we can move on to the next one. Yeah. This is episode three, titled Prepare for the Interview, directed by Takahashi Katagiri, written by Daishiro Tanimura, and again, storyboarded by Kazuhiro Furuhashi. So, now legally married, Yor moves in with Lloyd and Anya. Because Anya and Yor fail the mock interview, Lloyd organizes a family outing to various cultural activities to give them a better idea of what upper-class family life is like. When he becomes distressed from losing faith in the success of the mission, <laughs> Yor takes the family to a park to relax. There, they witness a thief robbing an old woman. After Lloyd, with help from Yor and Anya, apprehends him, the old woman observes that the forgers make a wonderful family. That night, Lloyd conducts another mock interview with better results and assures himself that if they could make the old woman think they are a family, then the mission still has a chance. In the beginning, he's doing the mock interview. He goes, so Anya, so what do you do all day? Well, I get left in the apartment all alone, getting annoyed <laughs> all day, and I watch TV. He goes, oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> Turns to your, as if that's not what actually she does all day. <laughs> the way he delivers, he goes, that's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> when I think it, the thing that makes me giggle from that little mock interview is he's like, Anya, what's your, where do you live? What's your address? And she goes, my house. <laughs> That's such a kid response. That's such a little kid response. I love that. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's one of those things where it was like, okay, that was kind of cute. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was You're like, okay. Around. All You're right, Anya, around. you get a point. <laughs> Fine. Fine. She's cute. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there was another moment of Anya using her powers to to help mm -hmm. um when she's like I want to get food from that place and it's like right where the the purse snatcher guy is yes yeah that's the other example I was thinking of too so she knows how to use it sometimes I think I would say at this point like she's starting to like kind of since she knows mm -hmm what they're both doing and what they're both capable of she understands since i mean she can read their fucking minds she understands lloyd enough to be like if i point over there he'll notice that that's the guy she knows how intelligent they both are and their capabilities yeah it makes sense mm -hmm. is this actually when you came around to anya or was it you were starting to yeah it probably had to be this episode because she's not really in the second one that much mm -hmm. that's true and i did like this episode a lot because they're being a little family together it's kind of it's cute a cute one. it's it's yeah. a cute one how did you feel about her saying we're going on an ooting oh no i missed that i must have missed that i don't remember that that's cute though yeah she says family ooting that's cute i think later on when she like is trying on outfits she's like mama what do you think of my outfit <laughs> i love when she's in the museum she goes papa boobies <laughs> she's going boobies. so good it's so good it's, very, it's actually really cute it that's exactly what little kids do and when she her drawing in the little kids part oh she's yeah. like they can't they can't, can't see look. what i you drew look. and lloyd's like oh <laughs> what the fuck i just love that she keeps making references to the spy show and lloyd keeps recognizing like that's just from the spy show 
Mm-hmm. It's from the spy show she's watching. It's a perfect scapegoat that she doesn't even realize that she has. Exactly. He looks like Bondman, too. I thought suspiciously. It's like, is he an actor? It's like, is he doing both? Like, cool. The bit plays on itself without characters forcing it, you know? Yes, it's it's natural. It's a natural, like, oh, he just assumes that's what it is. There, and it keeps working. Yeah. So did you have anything else on episode three? No, I don't think so. Okay, so we'll move on to episode four, which is called The Prestigious Schools Interview, directed by Kento Matsui, written by Rino Yamazaki, and storyboarded. Storyboarded. <laughs> and ooting. And ooting. Storyboarded by Tasuyuki Nagai. So, what happens in this episode is as the forgers arrive at Eden Academy for the interview, they impress Henry Henderson, one of the housemasters, as they overcome multiple screening efforts, including stopping an accidental stampede from the school's farm animals. During the interview with the housemasters, they give satisfactory answers, but Murdoch Swan, a divorcee, deliberately tries to taunt and fail them. With the family enraged and upset, Lloyd ends the interview. After the forgers leave, Henderson punches Swan in defense of the forgers. At home, Lloyd is certain that they have failed the interview, but agrees to leave the rest to luck with your and Anya's reassurance. This pl- this like little paragraph doesn't give the j- episode justice. No, there were so many details I was filling in in my head. The headmaster like going crazy like over the family. I thought that was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Also, the stampede. I was like, that's a bit much at, like for a <laughs> test because like they're doing tests for them. I was like, a stampede? Okay, that's a little much. And the headmaster goes, who thought of this? This is so dumb. They're like, we thought you thought of it. And they're like, oh, it's real. It's an actual thing happening. (laughs) That was so fucking funny. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, that's a bit much. And Lloyd goes, this is a bit much. (laughs) So I was like, this is a bit much. (laughs) The comedic timing is perfect. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. What else? There's a few things that happen. One, that dude's a prick. And I wish Lloyd punched him in the face. Yeah, poor Anya. That was so sad. And him to go, oh, she's a crybaby. She can't handle this question. She can't be, she won't handle the school. I was like, what kind of fucking questions are you get? You ask the most fucked up question imaginable for anyone, let alone a child. It's kind of over the top, but it's funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's like, I get it. Like, kind of, this show is over the top. They're, yeah, they're, they're making fun of how whatever stupid uh, exclusive school is. yeah, exactly. yeah stupid and exclusive and elitist this mm-hmm. school is exactly yeah. this whole show's over the top so it's over the top but it made me wonder like oh what is her backstory though because she does have one like she's telepathic she had there's like she had a flashback with doctors didn't her doll talk to her i'm sorry we we went over that chimera yeah it, it does it have a name yeah that's his name that's what kind of creature it is it's a chimera does it talk to her no i think she hears the voice of you saw the flashback with the doctors yeah i think it's just she's hearing the voice of it like through chimera like she's having the flashback through it i thought he was talking to her i was like oh my god the doll talks it it doesn't it was just a flashback that's a dumb thing (laughs) that's a dumb detail to add to this over the top show that now that talking stuffed animal too much too much much for me too much Mm -hmm. turn it off No, I thought it was, um, I was confused by that. Yeah, no, that's fair. I thought that as well at first. I think from what we are given so far, she was like, I I don't know if she was created or born in some sort of testing science facility thing. It seems like that's, that might be her origin. Whoever these scientists are told her she is not allowed to tell anybody that she can read minds or there will be dire consequences. If she was in the testing thing, why was she at an orphanage? 
all of a sudden. Why'd they drop her? Like, why'd they get rid of her? Why'd they get rid of her? Exactly. Or did she escape? Did she escape? Exactly. Like, there's a lot of questions that pop up. Yeah, I, I like how this show does that where they mm -hmm. they aren't gonna give you everything yeah oh no not right away and i love that it's just a perfect amount yeah it, it leaves you questions it leaves you keep to keep watching because i want to learn mm -hmm. more and i love this episode too because you're and lloyd this is where they get like defensive over her and lloyd punches through a table kills a mosquito yeah kills half as he kills a mosquito but i like how the headmaster punched that guy that was that was funny yeah, that's when that he's one of the um, Henderson is one of the characters that I was talking about earlier, where it's like you think you're gonna fucking hate, like this is gonna be a villain. Oh yeah, and he kind of comes, he comes back around and is like, yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, I like him. Something that I really liked from the like little screening attempts that they were doing was when they had to save that kid and they get their clothes dirty and they just they brought extra clothes. I love that bit. They just kept having extra clothes to wear. Yeah, Anya, whenever he asks that question and she just freezes and like starts welling up and is like, Mama and like that is fuck fuck that guy. I know, okay. <laughs> it actually was kinda sad. That was like the first time when the character was like kinda like serious and like yeah, it was sad. It gives you another question because you're like, did she have a mother? Mm -hmm. Does she does she have a mother that was in whatever that flashback was in there with her? Yeah, exactly. That's what makes me think like, oh, does she remember her parents? Like what happened to them? It might even be like she's too young for her brain to let her even recall everything. So that maybe that's why she was getting a flashback from that. And maybe mm -hmm. this dude like triggered something in her brain because we haven't seen her like freeze up at the mention of a mother in general up till this point they're leaving breadcrumbs this is a true spy show <laughs> yeah exactly so we can move on to the last episode that we that you watched which is episode five which is titled will they pass or fail transcription this is directed by kenji takahashi written by tomomi kawaguchi storyboarded by shinsaku sasaki so during this episode despite failing the interview anya is first on the waiting list thanks to henderson's intervention and is accepted into Eden Academy three days later. Well, way to give the whole thing away in the first sentence. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that is at the very beginning, isn't it? I thought it was going to be way more of a thing. Like, I thought they were going to, like, have to, like, interrogate a family or something crazy like that. No. Yor has that, like, vision of, like, murdering whoever's kid made it in's yeah. parent. <laughs> or, like, threatening them. Yeah, exactly. Which is another, like, one of those moments where I think she's sweet and naive about any everything except for assassinating. She'll kill someone on a dime. Except for those women. Which is stupid. <laughs> she would get in trouble. That would just make her life worse if she did anything. True. <laughs> She's being smart in this moment. In this moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, then... While celebrating Anya's acceptance with Frankie, a drunken Frankie spurs Anya into requesting Lloyd to reenact a rescue scene from her favorite cartoon, Spy Wars, as a reward. To satisfy her demands, Lloyd uses Wise's resources to rent a castle and drafts his fellow agents in her reenactment games. After passing through all obstacles and having a fight with a drunken Yor, Lloyd rescues Anya, with Anya promising to do her best at school for Lloyd's sake. This episode was so cute because it had nothing to do with, like, getting to the school. She got into the school. This this mm -hmm. was a reward. And this is, like, the this is the episode where I really like Frankie because he's just being the instigator shit-eating friend, you know? That's me as an aunt. It's exactly. Exactly. He's all like, but Anya wants to do something cool. Anya, this isn't good enough for Anya. Anya and I don't like this. Like, <laughs> it's so cute. Just a shit-eating friend. You just, like, shut up. You don't tell us, shut up. <laughs> 
fuck what you fucking did. You think I could say no to her? And he knows it. And he knows it. He knows he's not going to say no. So that's why he keeps pushing it. I told Serena, like, after I watched this episode, I told her, like, how Frankie's like, Anya, can you believe your dad said he would get you anything you wanted? <laughs> yes. If you got it. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do that to your children. <laughs> he's like that through the whole episode because he's playing that villain role. He is making sure Lloyd is jumping through hoops. Anya's happy. We are we are making this rescue mission possible. I love him. He's great. He's killing it in this episode. He gets slapped out of the way. <laughs> so sad. It's because he's the intel guy. He's not a real exactly. <laughs> um my favorite thing is like how much because i mean he, lloyd's probably been building up that slap the whole episode you yes. know the whole time they're there <laughs> yes. and uh, whenever they're in like the two carts and they're going by that's like the prime example of him just like stirring the pot just so he can make him put on the whole bonbon costume <laughs> and he knows he's embarrassed he knows he's embarrassing him he knows he his, yeah exactly his whole face goes red <laughs> like yes is this where you fell in love with lloyd um no I, I, it was earlier than episode two. one opening scene <laughs> oh god oh god this didn't hurt because it's so sweet he's not saying no he's doing it to make anya happy he's literally doing literally everything in his power to make this happen like he's calling in the fucking troops to play as the spy guys who are also loving it. They're like, oh my god, we get to do this for Twilight. Oh my god, you know. They're just, they're fangirling over him. Like, it's they're, just... Yes. It, it's kind of sweet all around. Yeah. What else did you think about this episode? Like, any specific little things? Oh, you're being drunk as hell through the whole damn thing. That was fucking funny. Fucking wine drunk as shit. Wine drunk as shit. And then she tries to fight him. And, like, I thought it was going to get, like, serious. Like, I thought she was, like, I thought it was going to turn bad. But then she just passes yeah. out. <laughs> Which, same. same. <laughs> Love her more. Love her you know? more. She's more relatable. I get it. And whenever Frankie's, like, bringing up stuff to, like, embarrass Lloyd in front of Yor before they go. Uh -huh. And, like, Lloyd, like, looks over at Yor and he's like, I hope she's not, like, paying attention to whatever he's saying. Because he's, like, revealing too much. Yeah. And she's fucking drunk out of her mind on the other side of the table. She's just like, hey. <laughs> like... It's really cute, honestly. Like, she doesn't do much of this episode, but be drunk. <laughs> Which I get. There's episodes of life where that's just it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a background character today. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. Everybody's got to be one sometimes. Yeah. Frankie really commits to the bit fully. Yeah. He took over the main character role for this one. Mm -hmm. I love that. This episode was just, like, fun. This was just yeah. a fun episode. It had nothing to do with, like, the mission or anything, really. It was just to make mm -hmm. Anya happy. It was kind of a filler episode, but it was really sweet. Oh, for sure. I'm excited for you to keep watching this show, I'll say. Me too. Was there any other comments you had on episode five? No. I think it's just really sweet where this is going. I really like the family. Yeah, that's all I have to say, too. So what's your, like, final assessment? Would you say certainly that you were in by three or did you need more to keep watching? Do you think you would have kept watching? By two, I was interested. Three, they had me. Yeah, if there's ever a point where you get to an episode and you don't want to keep watching it, let me know that as well because I'd okay. love to know if that happens. Yeah, to know why. I, I think there's too much shit I got to figure out, though. I, you need answers. I need answers. Who's the brother? Where's the dog? I want to meet Becky. <laughs> I knew I had to give you little bits of information to keep you... Yeah, exactly. I'm excited that you liked it. I'm glad you gave it a chance. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we finish? I think I'm good. Okay. 
So if you have any movie recommendations for us to do, TV show recommendations, feel free to message us on our Instagram at Easy Bake Takes. We also have a TikTok at Easy Bake Takes. We have our website, easybaketakespodcast.com. We also have a Letterboxd account if you want to follow us there. Don't forget to share us with a friend, follow us wherever you listen, and leave a review if you can, because it really helps us out a lot. And thank you so much for listening. My name is Kat. And I'm Riley. This has been Easy Bake Takes. Easy watching out there. Bye. Bye.